Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Welcome to r slash am I the jerk, where this dude wonders if he's in the right or the wrong for screaming at his girlfriend to stop freaking eating. However, before we get into that, first of all, I've got some very important stuff to tell you. Now, as you can see on screen, if you are watching on YouTube, we have hit the goal of £2,000 raised for my marathon fundraiser, which is unbelievable. In fact, we're now at £2,353 and I've set a new goal of £5,000. The marathon is still eight weeks away. That's a lot of time to raise as much money as possible. So I thought, screw it. We've done so well so far. Let's just let's just go for it. Let's double it. Let's even more than double the goal, the initial goal that I set and go for 5K. Why not? Secondly, as we have hit the £2,000 goal, that means that the very next video you're going to see on this channel is me in full Karen attire. And you know what? I'm going to give you a little preview right now of just what that might look like. So there you go. If that's uh, if that's enticed you, if that's excited you, then stay tuned because that video is going live tomorrow, Saturday, the 25th of February at 10 p.m. UK time. That's 5 p.m. Eastern in the US. It's going to be going live and you're going to see me wearing all of that. It's blurred for now, but trust me, you're going to love it. And then finally, I owe some shout outs. Once again, guys, anyone that donates, no matter how big the donation is to this page, which is always linked in the description of whatever platform you're on and in the pinned comment on YouTube, will get a shout out from me. So without further ado, let's get through them. Kai with the Canadian dollars. I heard that if we donate, we can call you Jake. You're doing some great things. And I wish there were people like you when I was a child. Give these kids hope. First of all, not entirely sure about that, Kai, but uh, thank you very much. Autumn loves the podcast. Also that you're doing more variety. Please do more. Revenge off my chest, relationships. Am I the jerk? Here we go. Anti-work, etc. I don't get paid till next week. So here's $4 from America till then. Autumn, thank you very much. The podcast, by the way, is available on Spotify, Apple, any podcast platform. It's a little bit delayed from the YouTube, but it's the same content. So if you'd rather listen in purely audio form, you can do that or just listen to both. That's what I personally do. Pocket Creep. Hey, Jack, I want to wish you the best of luck on your Mara. Your videos alongside our slashes have always been such great entertainment for me and my father-in-law. Shout out to Jer4, being the dad I never thought I'd have. Don't know what Jer4 means, but hey, Pocket Creep, thanks for the cash. Yvonne, keep up the great work. Thank you. Clara, good luck. Can't imagine running close to that far. A great thing to do and a great course. I will say the more you run, the easier it gets. I will say that. At first, you're like, wow, that's a long way. When you get into it, it's not too bad. Daniel, I love the videos. Watching since 2020 and help you through lockdown in Sydney, Australia. That was a tough one for you lot. Fair play. Now, go be the world's worst Karen since you're so nice. Thanks, mate. That will be coming in tomorrow's episode. Fat Kid Games. (laughs) What a name. 1311. I want to see the costume on video. It's coming, my friend. Don't you worry. You should go in a shop where you need some shopping and at one point jokingly ask for the manager, you're doing something great, Jack, and let's hope no more shakes there. Thank you, my friend. Look, after you see the video tomorrow, you might want to see me do it in real life and that could 
be an option we'll have to see blank hey i know this isn't much we give more but i'm just warming part-time right now i presume that means working because of school anyway hope this six dollar ten helps or is it 601 i don't know anyway just call me blank okay blank it's ten dollars Thank you. Albertosaurus Rex is back. As promised, a few bonus points. You got pretty close to the pronunciation, so good on you. Well, thank you very much. Brandon, video is part of his daily routine, and he loves to see that I'm raising money for a good charity. Doesn't have much right now, but it hopes his help. Keep up the good work. As I always say, $2 is $2 is $2, Brandon, and that is a lot. That's the level here, guys. That is the level. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for laughing. Johnny Boy, I've grown up my entire life surrounded by disability, my own and family members. So this is a truly incredible cause to be donating towards. Thank you, Jack. You're incredible. Oh, you're incredible, Johnny. Legend for the 20. Niall, you need self-love. This might be the same Niall that donated before. Who knows? Say out loud to myself. I am Jack. I am handsome. I am whatever I love about myself. Um, My gorgeous eyebrows. I love them. Thanks, Niall, for the self-love. Katie G started watching recently because I kept running out of R slash the binge. No, I'm better. Now I have two Reddit YouTubers I enjoy. Great course. Thank you. I'm only joking. Ali, Adrian, Danny, and Ian. Great that you're following in your parents' footsteps. Weird that they know that. Who might they be? I don't know. We look forward to hearing all about it when we see you next. Guys, thank you very much. They actually are my cousins. Legends. Braxton Penry. I've watched probably all of the videos while studying. Love what you're doing. Keep it up. Braxton, thank you very much. I love what you're doing. Keep it up. Violet Strike with the 50 big glad to be able to help thank you so much laura good luck thank you for doing such a cool thing no worries i think it's pretty cool to be fair farmer alex if you actually are a farmer that's very cool been enjoying the vids for the last several years they make all the field work that much less dull or maybe you actually are a legend keep up the good work and here's hoping you're warmer than the minus 20 we're enjoying in alberta oh my goodness me i feel like you should have saved the 50 canadian dollars and spent it on some gloves but maybe you already have them thank you farmer alex anonymous crunch time five dollars you're not wrong it's over 2k now it is crunch time and then finally aesthetic waif again dying laughing good luck with the wig thank you so much to all of you lot who have donated let's get into the episode am i the jerk for yelling at my girlfriend to stop freaking eating i am a 28 year old man and my 23 year old sister runs a bakery business and she's been struggling lately to keep up with orders because she's been short-staffed she does a lot of orders for wedding cakes that require custard or marmalade fillings and i offered to help her out by making these fillings at home and bringing them to her so she has less work to do unfortunately the past four times i've made these fillings my girlfriend has literally dipped her fingers into the filling jars and contaminated them because in her words she just wanted to try some i've tried explaining to her that she can't dip her fingers in and contaminate the entire batch because then i have to remake it i said she should use a spoon and take some out of it if she wants to try so bad but she just pouts and says that she likes using her fingers because it takes her back to her childhood today i was trying to finish some chocolate custard to send over to my sister really quickly because she was running late on a wedding cake order for an important client I told my girlfriend beforehand to not eat the custard and if she really wanted to to please use a spoon I get out of the shower and what do I see? She has her fingers in it again I totally lost it because this is the fifth time that she's blatantly disregarded what I said And I yelled at her and told her to stop freaking eating the food i'm making Because it's not for her and she is contaminating it She started crying and got mad at me for fat shaming her Even though I made no comment on her weight and she has no history of weight issues or eating disorders Look, I know I was harsh, but she kept pushing my limits. So am I the jerk? No, what is she doing? The point that she's making about it feeling like she's going back to her childhood. Okay, sure, but we did a lot of things when we were children that you're not allowed to do as adults. 
For example, um, peeing on the floor. No, I never did that as a child. Another example would have been better there, but you know what I mean? And yeah, it's not fat shaming. It's just saying, please, can you not eat out of something that's going to contaminate it for my sister? Like, how obvious is that? What a weird woman. Am I the jerk for demanding my girlfriend tells me her author's pen name? I am a 32-year-old man, and I've been dating Siobhan, who is also 32, for six months now. She's always been very vague about what she does for a living. She'd say things like writing, and she'd work from home writing. But recently, one of her friends mentioned something, and I finally dragged it out of her. She's an author. She writes self-published romance and erotica stories and novels. And while not rich, she's able to make a living out of it. I googled her name and couldn't find anything, so I confronted her about this. She said she's writing under a pen name, so I demanded she gives it to me so I know what she does. She refuses, saying she doesn't want it to be leaked, even by accident, and that nobody knows. I accused her of not trusting me, and she still refused, which was really annoying. I tried a nicer approach, and I told her that I want to know her fantasies so I can try it out with her. And she told me that what she writes aren't her fantasies, but her readers, and she's still not going to tell me. At night, I tried to check her laptop for her pen name, but she changed her passwords before bed. I was annoyed and told her that clearly she doesn't trust me and it's not fair because I have a right to know what she writes Especially since it's a sensitive topic and I don't know her if I don't know her pen name She was furious that I tried to look at her laptop and told me to go home before leaving I told her when she calls to apologize. I expect to get her pen name with the apology She called me a jerk on my way out. I thought she'd call by now, but she hasn't My sister told me that I was the jerk and that I should apologize, but I just don't see it or the need to. Second opinion then, was I the jerk? And this is why she probably has a pen name in the first place, to avoid annoying harassment from people like you. I will say though, it is a little bit strange that you don't know or didn't know what she did for work for six months of dating. Like that is odd. Normally that's something you establish pretty much instantly at least on a first date. I mean, that's been my experience. Who knows? Maybe I'm getting it all wrong, guys. Who knows? Maybe I have to just wait for six months and then ask them. However, the fact of the matter is you are being very controlling. It's not up to you to know. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, you probably should know given that you're her boyfriend. But still, it's not up for you to know. It's it's up for her entirely to tell you when she wants or never at all. So unfortunately, yeah, you are being the jerk. Your sister is correct. Am I the jerk for asking my parents for their entire estate if they want me to be my sister's guardian? I am a 23 year old woman and i've been told my entire life that if anything happens to my parents I will be my sister's guardian. She is 33 and has some disabilities She's currently living in a group home. The government pays for a good portion of the cost, but not all My parents have made sure that they have access every resource available for her to make sure she has as good a life as she can We were visiting her last weekend when they brought it up again Now, my parents are both reasonably healthy, but they both have had health scares in the last couple of years. They once again said that I would be her guardian. I'll be giving this a fair bit of thought. I have two older brothers. They're both married and established in their careers. They would be better choices than I. I want to go and see the world. I'm lucky enough that my job can be done from anywhere that I can access the internet. When we went to sort dinner, I brought it up and said that I had three ideas. One, they make all three of us her guardians so that we can split the responsibilities and duties. Two, they leave their entire estate to my sister in a trust that will oversee her care. And three, they leave me the entire estate with the proviso that I become her sole guardian and take full responsibility. Minus sentimental stuff for the rest of my family, obviously. 
I thought that was fair, since it's not like they're rich and their estate will mostly consist of their house and the insurance policies they took out when they realized the long-term cost of care for my sister. But they said that I'm trying to shirk my responsibility to my sister and that I'm greedy for trying to get everything. I had one last suggestion and they really hated it. I said that they were welcome to cut me completely out of their will, but that had to include guardianship of my sister. They could leave everything to her and my brothers, but that meant that I would be completely free of responsibility for her care. My dad got really angry and my mum was crying when I left. My brothers both called me to say I was being a jerk, springing this on my parents, and that I was being greedy, trying to keep them and their families from getting anything when our parents pass away. I asked both of them if they wanted 100% responsibility for our sister in return for the entire estate. I volunteered to sign away everything to them. Neither one of them took me up on the offer. Interesting one here. I'm not entirely sure what's going on. Why you're the one that's being singled out over your brothers. Why they continue to keep telling you every time they see you, it seems. By the way, you are going to be the one that is going to be their guardian when we die. Her guardian, your sister's guardian when we die. It's a bit morbid, isn't it? Like, if they're in good health, yeah, they had health scares, fair enough. But if they're overall in good health, and the fact is, you're 23, you have a sister who's 33, they can't be that old, right? I mean, the oldest they can possibly be as in both of them would be maybe in their 70s. But even that's not it's not too old by the by the current standards of age. I don't know. It is a weird one. Comment down below. What do you think's really going on here? I've got no idea, clearly. Maybe it's a sexist thing. That's what some of the comments are saying. It's pretty obvious. Your brothers are like, oh, what are you doing? That's so bad. Do you not care? Okay, you do it then. Oh, no. We actually don't want to do it. There you go. It's as simple as that. Maybe it is sexism. I don't know. One thing's for sure. You're not the jerk. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Am I the jerk for screaming at my pregnant fiance for not helping me find my dog who would run off? My fiance, who is a 28 year old woman, is currently five months pregnant and has been both fatigued and nauseous lately. I get why she didn't want to help me look for the dog, but I can't get over the lack of empathy and bordering on selfish behavior of this either. My dog is a six-year-old Gila Corgi mix, and she runs off at least once a week. Usually, my fiance will help me find her, but it's not without protest. I honestly didn't even know how she was getting out of our fence yard, so I installed cameras and found that she was scaling the eight-foot fence. I ended up attaching spinners to the top of the fence, thinking that would solve the issue, but it didn't. I brought her out today and was playing with her when my phone rang. I was inside just long enough to grab my phone, and my dog had gotten out. I immediately went in search for her, thinking that she couldn't have gotten far, but I couldn't find her anywhere. So I went back to the house and asked my fiance, who was curled up on the sofa, to come and help me. She immediately said no. She said that she was tired of chasing the dog, that she isn't dealing with it anymore, and that I should have been out there watching her. I explained to her that I had been watching her, and that I simply stepped away for two seconds to grab my phone just inside the sliding door, and then she escaped. 
but she said again that it wasn't her problem and she's not exhausting herself anymore to search for my dog i won't even say it was unexpected because as i said in the past she's always had a problem with helping me search but she's never just said no she's just complained about it at first i went and searched myself after maybe half an hour i came back and asked her again to come help me and she snapped I said no. I'm so tired of chasing that dog around multiple times a week when I'm already exhausted and throwing up constantly. I was panicked and unleashed some yelling, which involved me telling her that she was a female dog who lacked empathy and that I was thoroughly disappointed with my decision to be with someone so heartless. It was out of pure fear and panic on my part. And I did apologize later after I found my dog. But she said, go freak yourself. And she won't talk to me. So am I the jerk? Everyone is on my side except my sister who says that I'm a freaking idiot because it's not my pregnant fiance's responsibility to chase around your freaking mutts. And she said that she would have left immediately if her boyfriend ever said what I did to my fiance. Oof, we have another jerk. Guys and girls, by a clear mile. I'm, I'm sorry. Like the fact is she's helped you out so many times before. Now she's in a terrible spot with her own health. She's not going to want to jump up and help you, is she? I say terrible spot. She's pregnant but you know what i mean like she's nauseous she feels ill she's not going to want to keep doing this every other day it seems like running around after your dog that you just can't keep within the confines of your own home now if anything it's on you to train your dog i'm sorry if they keep escaping you're not doing enough and ultimately that's unfair on the dog as well because it can't be that fun for the dog to keep escaping and then being worried about where they are and you've got to go and keep chasing it it escapes after two seconds of you going inside that's just a training thing right if a dog is well trained and you leave them alone for two seconds they're not going to look to jump over the fence yeah you need to train your dog and let your pregnant fiance rest am i the jerk for not cancelling my plans after my boyfriend learned about his diagnosis i am a 25 year old woman and i work in event planning so I always get invites or tickets to go to high-end events. There was a huge event coming up that I was really excited to go to. I asked my boyfriend, who was 27, three days before the event to accompany me, and he said yes. So originally, the plan was my boyfriend, my stepsister, and myself. On the day of the event, he said he had a doctor's appointment, so he isn't sure if he could still attend. I said no problem, and I waited for him to return home. A couple of hours later, he texted me and said he has something to tell me. I got worried and called him immediately. I asked him if everything was okay, and he said he was diagnosed with anemia, so will have to take supplements. I expressed how sorry I was and spoke to him for about two hours. Gave him pep talks, told him I'm here if he needs me, reassured him that I will always love him, etc. I then asked if he would still like to attend the event with me to take his mind off of things. To which he responded that he doesn't like the artist performing, so he'd rather go to another event. I said, no problem, I'll go with my stepsister alone. He got upset and hung up. I called him back, but he started an argument about how I'm selfish for going out while he's going through something. I told him that I already made the plans with my stepsister and I can't back out now as she's depending on me. I also don't drink, so I have to be the sober driver. And if I didn't go, then she couldn't. I told him that this event is the only event my sister really wants to attend and I promised her that I would take her months prior. I even told him I'll see him the next day and he said be safe and hung up. I got to the event at around 11 and spent the entire event alone, just sitting down and watching the show by myself, having food and drinks. When I returned home at around 2am, I called him and he was awake playing video games. His first words were, look who cares about me again. I said, I'm too tired for this. And he responded by saying that, of course I'm tired. I went out without him, knowing he's upset, but I love partying and meeting new people so much that I didn't think to stay with him on the phone. 
I told him he's being ridiculous and I would have stayed if it were just us who plan to go He said my priorities are off and i'm an ignorant jerk Keep in mind, I don't attend parties unless it's with my family and I only attend events a few times a year. So, am I the jerk for not staying on the phone with him and attending the event instead? Now, I'll be honest, guys. When I read the title of this post, I was thinking cancer. Like, that is just where my mind went instantly. And then I was thinking, well, yeah, maybe you are the jerk if you haven't cancelled your plans after your boyfriend has learned that he might have terminal cancer or even just cancer in general. Yeah, maybe you are. However, anemia is i don't want to say not that serious but it's not life-threatening that's for sure it also can be completely controlled with supplements and you can have a full quality of life most of the time if you deal with it correctly it's not 100 percent serious I'm, I'm saying all this with the with the knowledge that i don't want to you know like be patronizing you get what i'm saying it's not it's no cancer i mean also we can just judge from what the doctor said right they've sent you home straight away with supplements and that's it from what i can gauge there's no other need to do anything else so take the supplements you'll be okay that's the general line of thinking so no way you the jerk especially given all the other stuff about your sister and the fact that you don't do this too often and it's been planned and the designated driver etc etc for me no not the jerk and now for our final post of this episode am i the jerk for telling my fiance that my friend's trauma is more important than her comforts my best friend lost a parent a year and a half ago which led him to a mental health crisis Our friend group has been picking up the pieces ever since. He's doing much better now that he's in therapy, but he's definitely gone through it. What has complicated matters worse is my fiance. It goes without saying that I love her, but she is the definition of a busybody sometimes. My best friend is a very private person. Now, she knows that something happened with him, but she doesn't know the details of what that something is. She probably never will. But because she's around me and my friends often as my fiance and I live in the same house She hears bits and pieces of the story and presses for more information I try to circumvent this as best as I can For example, I step out of the room for specific phone conversations But still it's hard to limit the discussion about it sometimes If it's necessary to bring up and she's around in person We'll refer to the nolan situation without giving specifics Nolan will also stop by my place at night when he can't sleep Now, this doesn't happen all that often, maybe twice a month. He'll text me or call me saying he's outside. I'll go and sit with him and maybe smoke a little bit and then he'll head home. I'll wait up until I know he's got home safely. Then I go back to sleep. My fiance hates this. She claims the phone calls always wake her up. They don't. She just sometimes happens to wake up for the bathroom while I'm outside and that me not being in bed is alarming. This brings us to last night. Nolan stopped by and when I came back inside, my fiance said she was putting a stop to it. She said all the sneaking around is making her paranoid. She doesn't feel like she can properly trust me or be a part of my friend group without knowing the details and that Nolan needs to stop relying on me so much. I told her that no matter whether we're married, dating, whatever, she will never have any ownership over my friend's trauma and that she was never going to be able to order me around in regards to it. I also said her comfort was less important than someone's actual physical well-being She was obviously hurt by this and went to stay with her mum after work today. So am I the jerk? Okay, now i'll be honest with this one My mind changed during the reading of it because the title suggests that yes, you know Friends trauma is obviously more important than than your fiance's comfort. I agree with that wholeheartedly However, it's not really about that the more I read there the more I was thinking you and your friendship group 
yeah fine it's a completely private matter i get that but what you're doing is you're just completely alienating and isolating your fiance who should be the person that you know you talk to the most and confide in the most not saying that you need to tell your fiance all about the ins and outs and the details of nolan's trauma that is not what you need to do however speaking in code to your friends whenever she's in the room and saying no no no, you can't hear about this like pretty much just saying you're not allowed to hear this go to another room and let us talk about it during a period of time over years that is gonna be very annoying and therefore i understand why she's like you know what i'm done with this it's not even about the fact that it's waking her up in the middle of the night and the sneaking around sort of stuff it is just what she's saying there how can she properly trust you and your friendship group when she has no idea what's really going on and none of you even want to speak to her about it at all even give her any sort of inclination that's kind of what i'm thinking there i don't know about that one though it is a little bit of a dubious one but i quite like ending these episodes on dubious ones because then you lot can get in the comments and tell me right from wrong please do there's one thing that i was gonna mention but i wasn't really sure about but i will anyway is the fact that nolan uh, it is i don't know if it's too harsh to say it kind of feels like nolan is now using this trauma slightly as some form of emotional leverage like showing up to your apartment twice a month and just like staying over look you're a great friend for letting him do that but i feel like you know it's it's been a year and a half now at some point that's gonna get a bit weird for the fiance so fair enough i don't know that that is a contentious one comment down below guys i don't want to offend so i'm gonna leave it there but look you lot let me know anyway guys that is gonna do it for this one as i said tomorrow 5 p.m eastern time 10 p.m uk time watch out for the video hopefully i'll be able to premiere it it's gonna be a special one that's all i'm gonna say again donate down below if you haven't done so already or if you already have as you've seen multiple people have donated multiple times and they've had multiple shout outs so if you're up for it keep donating let's try and hit the 5k goal as quickly as possible it's a big one but screw it why not even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.